0: I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my creative healing course is filled with hours of exclusive content. Available now at AskCraig.net Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret.
1: And I'm Coach Victoria.
0: And today we're going to be talking about how to be more charismatic. People just love charismatic people. Uh, There's just an energy that they present that you just want to be around them. Mm -hmm. You You just have a good time, you feel comfortable, you're laughing. And it's not always easy to explain how to do that. You know what I mean? It's like... When I was doing stand-up comedy, you know, people would be like, well, how do you be funny? You know, you comics are trying to learn how to be funny. Sure. It's one of those things that it's not always explainable. Sure, there are some techniques you can use, but it's kind of like you have to have a feel for it. Mm-hmm. And so I think being charismatic kind of goes along with that, but I do think that there are strategies you could use too. Oh, sure. Right, to at least build upon. So today we're going to talk about that. And Coach Victoria has some info on about that, right? Right.
1: So to be charismatic is really to make others feel important and also make others feel like they're in the presence of somebody important. Mm -hmm. So the first tip I have for you is very basic, and it's self-love and practicing self-compassion for yourself. And really at the base of confidence is self-love, and that's focusing on your strengths and knowing your worth. And with this comes the ability to feel comfortable in your own skin and be yourself around people. You don't need to compare yourself to others. And also you don't feel as threatened by other people as well. And this true confidence is like walking into a room and not feeling like you need to measure up to anybody else that's there, but feeling like I have a worthy presence here as well. Cool.
0: Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, you could see that, like, for example, with stand-up comedy... You you go to a lot of open mic shows. You see the mm-hmm. comics that have like a confidence and this underlying just presence of, I know how I'm going to handle this, mm-hmm. even if it starts to go poorly. Right. I can save myself with a joke. I can, I'm not so terrified of the outcome or not being able to handle the crowd. Mm-hmm. And you can just kind of riff cool. and go with it if it's not going the way that you normally thought it would go or right. normally does go. Right. So, yeah, that's exuding, like, a confidence. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you see some of the great comics. I think of like comics because you're on your feet in front of hundreds right. of people. Right. And I've been right. in that situation. It could be terrifying if somebody yells something out and you're not prepared. Mm-hmm. But if you're able to be quick and to go with it and just say whatever comes to your mind, a lot of times it's naturally the right way to go. Mm-hmm. And you feel comfortable even if you're struggling.
2: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: But it's not easy to do. No. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, I think is one of the areas that you see a lot of charismatic people in Hollywood mm-hmm. is with stand-up comedy. Because it's the one craft that you're only up there with a microphone and you. by yourself and, you, yeah. and a stage in front of hundreds of people. It's terrifying. There's nothing mm-hmm. else like that. Right. You know, with, even with like improv troops, you've got six, seven people behind you or even at least three or four that are going to help you. But with them, you have to handle yourself mm-hmm. and it's not easy to do, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And through confidence, you're also able to take more risks socially. So this could look like approaching new people, mm-hmm. being the first to talk out of a, a group of strangers. Uh, this could be making that joke that you feel like nobody will laugh at. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could manifest in many different ways. But really through that confidence, you're able to say, hey, if this doesn't go well, that's okay. I tried. And, yeah. and with that, people like that. People like risk takers. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because a lot of times you might be thinking the very thing everybody else was and you're the one to say it. Mm-hmm. And so they all kind of laugh because they're like, mm-hmm. yep, that's yep. exactly what yep. I thought.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so they're, they kind of relate with you instead of being afraid to say what you want to say.
1: Right. And a common fear is to say something that will make you look stupid or dumb or unintelligent. Uh, and really, if you're able to handle any kind of feedback or criticism that people throw at you, that also makes you more likable. If you're able to own it and say, hey, that's okay, or build on it and make it funnier, or you know, make it your own and, and say, I, I welcome feedback, and that's okay, and I won't be broken down because of this.
0: Yeah, that you don't let it really ruin you and you know, just your, your internal state mm-hmm. isn't so dependent on the outcome. Right. Sure.
1: So the next tip I have actually comes from Les Giblin, who wrote the book How to Have Confidence and Power in Dealing with People. Mm-hmm. Now this is more of a business-minded book, mm-hmm. which I find mm-hmm. it to be interesting how a lot of these uh, interpersonal skills shown in business books actually intersect with mental health. Yes, they a do. A great deal. Yes, they do. And this is to assume that the other person is going to like you. Mm-hmm. So this is really taking the stance that the other person's going to have a good time And it also disarms you and disarms the other person. Uh, You can really just be authentic uh, through assuming that the other person's going to to like you because you have that underlying assumption that who you are is acceptable uh, Mm -hmm. and going to be appreciated by the other person. And also because of the mirror neurons that we have in our brain, which allow us to mimic what other people are doing. And we kind of do this unconsciously a lot uh, socially. Through this, if you take the stance of, I'm having a great time, and I, I know that you're going to like me, people tend to mirror that and will reflect off of the mm-hmm. energy that you bring into the situation.
0: Yeah, it kind of, it's like displaying like a, a strong frame of, this is who I am, mm-hmm. and I, I am who I am. I know I'm a likable person. I know right. I'm going to have fun. I know you're going to have fun. And that will, if you're on a date, you know, I'm going to have a great time. And if it doesn't, doesn't lead anywhere, you're just confident and you're just saying, okay, like, oh, well. it is what yeah, it is. It is it's, what it is. It's fine, mm-hmm. you know?
1: And that's also the attitude of acceptance. And you mentioned this earlier of not being so attached to the outcome. Saying, you know, it's okay, however this goes. I'm just going to go with the flow and have fun and enjoy this. I think people can get very caught up in, you know, is the totality of this interaction going to be positive and that stress can take up all that space in your mind and you end up having a worse time rather than if you would have just taken a deep breath, relaxed and been authentic. Sure. So that's something to keep in mind. Also uh, with this one, a lot of times if we come into a situation with the fear of what other people are going to think. I want you to think about how this could be rooted in your own childhood experiences, especially when it comes to people-pleasing. Mm-hmm. You may feel the need to make mm-hmm. everybody around you happy and content all the time. Uh, and so that's one of the roots of that mechanism.
0: What do you think about that, Margaret? Do you think it's the what our parents have said to us?
1: Yes, I do. And I was just
2: thinking, I'm glad you went back to that. Mm-hmm. Because if you came from a family, Um, where, you know, you would not be accepted very quickly, it's hard to go into a crowded situation with the idea that that you will be. So it's very useful stuff to work on. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a real stumbling block for a number of people. Right.
1: Right. And as you continue to work through those issues, you'll inevitably reap benefits in your own interpersonal life. And also... You have to reorient yourself and remind yourself that you're not dependent on somebody else's approval anymore in order to survive. You're not. You're an adult now, and uh, if people don't like you, that's okay. You will make it, and you will survive on your own.
0: Not everybody's going to like you in this life. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it has more to do with them than it does to do with you. Right. Uh, You know, it's just the way that it is a lot of times people are kind of projecting things that they don't like about themselves onto other people, right, Margaret?
2: Absolutely. And I'm just thinking of all the people who've gone around for years saying, what will the neighbors say? Who cares what the neighbors say?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And it's sad when people have to live their life or they feel like they have to live their life worried about what other people think.
2: Mm -hmm. And it's pretty common. You know,
0: about what you like or your hobbies or your interests or whatever. But it's... You know, people are so afraid of being, I guess, rejected by society. Right. You know?
1: All right, so my next one is quite simple as well, and it's showing curiosity and listening to the other person. This might seem pretty basic, but as I mentioned before, when you're stressed out and thinking, oh my gosh, are they going to like me? It can distract you from noticing the strengths about the other person and boosting them up and, and making them feel important and listened to and cared about as well. And also notice your posture. You know, are you you giving off an energy that that shows that you're blocked off to what they're saying or that you're interested in what they're saying? Because ultimately people love to talk about themselves and, and they love to share with somebody who's also interested in what they're interested in. That's
2: true. It is true. People love to talk about themselves and if you let them, usually they're your friend.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I find that curiosity is one of the best ways to get to know somebody and to build a rapport with them. If you're genuinely curious about them, they're going to feel that sincerity. They're going to feel like you're really interested in what they have to say. And if they feel like that, you know, that stays with them. Mm -hmm. You know, there's that saying that people remember more about how you make them feel than what 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 you say
2: or do. Right.
0: And so um, you know, when you're showing that kind of curiosity towards them, it's it's in, you know, just a feeling of like it's fluid, it's engaging, yep. it's like you wanna continue the rapport, you wanna keep building upon it, and you feel comfortable, right? As long mm-hmm. as they're yep. you know, not asking too personal of questions or something yeah, that's right. inappropriate. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love curiosity. It's one of my things that I think it's one of the most important things that you can do to not only get to know new people, but also keep a relationship alive and healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And we talked about that in numerous activities yep. in the creative healing course right. and the workbooks. Right. Um, because we really love that. And so I find that when people, if somebody can come up to you and just start chatting with you and asking you questions and... You know they're not overwhelming you you're going to feel naturally right. kind of like
1: right.
0: willing to open up to them and and you see that it's safe
1: right and with this you also want it to be genuine which brings me to my last point which is to remember the things that they talk about and also integrate these skills into your personality and into your life really because i assume that you don't want to be just charismatic on the first interaction and then after that not so exciting anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And I'll tell you a story, actually, a personal story. There was uh, this guy that I dated for a while, and I remember in the beginning stages, he was telling me all about how many books he was reading every month, how many classes he was going to. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is so interesting and you know does all these fun activities. And then when we actually got closer and got together, the time that we spent together, he didn't read one book. I don't think he picked up one book at all. <laughs> So you want to follow through on on these uh, skills as well, and follow through with what you say. And it can be as simple as remembering somebody's name, remembering what they were interested in, and what they told you last time. Asking them follow up questions about what they told you last time as That's well. That's
2: magic if you remember mm-hmm. uh, even one key word of what they told you.
0: Yeah, and you know what's. a am- Amazing Margaret is that first of all Margaret's memory is incredible. I mean she remembers things that I said to her 20 years ago Um, That's
2: because you're so charismatic (laughs) There you go.
0: (laughs) I got it people (laughs) But like Margaret's incredible with her memory, but you know what you guys don't realize oftentimes is that We know who you guys are. I know a lot of you guys are watching the video many of you haven't done coachings with us but if I have a second call with somebody, if you, once you start talking about stuff, it comes back right. to me. Um, in fact, I'm going to do an e- we're going to record a success story with somebody that I did coachings with years ago, and even last night, I was just telling Margaret that I, did a, I got a message from somebody from one of the first people that I started when I was doing yep. the channel. Yep. So um, you know, that's why we have people coming back to us right. for years. Yes. Because we
2: remember and we were genuinely interested. Yeah. In that. Mm-hmm.
0: And so it's great that you I know you guys don't know that when you're just watching the channel but oftentimes we do remember you. We'll talk about you if you've done a coaching with Margaret and myself and you come back. I'll say Margaret what was going on? Did you and we'll discuss stuff. Yeah. Because we genuinely are trying to figure out the situation and like we're always trying to learn more, right? We're always trying to research and we're always trying to we're always genuinely trying to learn more. Curious <laughs> Because we want to get better at what we do. If there's something new that we learn or figure out, right? Right. It always helps us. Absolutely. And you guys can see that in the calls. That's why I've got people literally from when I first started the channel years ago messaging me and, and saying they're going to set up another Skype, which is great. I love it's that. wonderful.
1: So really these what little else? actions, they're, they really mean a lot to somebody. So... Something like remembering their name especially, that would be number one, Uh, and also respecting their time. Uh, If you plan to meet somebody at a certain time, if they value um, being punctual, you want to make sure that you're also punctual. So, also notice what the other person values. And remember these are all skills to build on and that you can improve on and things you can work on. If you feel like you're not a super charming person right now, you don't have to, to stress. These are things that can be built on and things that can get better. And by watching us right now, you're doing something towards that. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And you could just do, just keep in mind one thing, one strategy, Mm -hmm. one interaction here and there is all it takes to slowly get more and more confident and charismatic. You know, especially if you decide that you want to date new people. Mm -hmm. That's scary for a lot of people. Sure. Yeah. It's really scary because you you don't know a lot about this person or right. much at all. And you don't know if they're going to like you. You're scared of rejection.
2: It's hard to put yourself out there right because you always risk rejection. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. But if you go with just a genuine curiosity about this person and approach them with that, they're not going to feel like uncomfortable or like you're inappropriate or awkward. Mm-hmm. Just right. go with a genuine...
1: Interest in them. Yeah, yeah. I'm here Absolutely. to get to
0: know you. So. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Did you have any more?
1: Uh, just about that. If you exude comfort, then the other person will mirror that. And if you exude your nervous energy, the other person is probably going to feel uncomfortable as well. So, right. just uh, try to take a deep breath and keep that in mind.
2: Yeah. And even if it
0: doesn't go well, it's not the end of the world. Right.
1: No, right.
2: It's
0: not. uh Some good stuff there. Good research yes. from Coach Victoria. Uh, of course, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. And of course, Margaret is available for Skype coaching.
2: If you feel that I can be helpful, please sign up.
0: And you'll continue to see Coach Vicki on the videos with us as she's training with us and one day do coaching with us. Right. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret.
1: And I'm Coach Victoria. And we will talk with you soon.